This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, there's now a mechanism in place to help those federal employees affected by Hurricane Ida. More details about the White House's vaccine and testing policy. And a new way for agencies to lessen their carbon footprint. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees impacted by Hurricane Ida now have access to an emergency leave transfer program. Federal employees can donate unused annual leave to their colleagues affected by the storm in Louisiana, Mississippi, New York, and New Jersey. Impacted employees must apply through their agencies to receive donated leave. It's up to each agency to figure out who needs additional leave and who has leave to donate. The Office of Personnel Management says it will help coordinate the transfer of leave among federal agencies. More details are trickling out from the Biden administration about its vaccine and testing policy for federal employees. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Agencies shouldn't ask employees to show proof of their vaccination status. That's the latest from the Safer Federal Workforce Task Force. The administration says there's no post-vaccination time limit, maybe bringing to rest some questions about booster shots for now. Agencies will store the information collected from employee vaccination attestation forms, but Federal contractors have different procedures. On-site contractors must complete the form and keep it with them inside federal buildings. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. The White House's Office of Science and Technology Policy names Philip Duffy as the Climate Science Advisor to its first-ever Climate and Environment Division. Duffy comes to OSTP after serving as President and Executive Director of the Woodwell Climate Research Center. He previously also worked as a research scientist at the Lawrence Livermore National Lab, a senior policy analyst at OSTP, and as a senior advisor in the U.S. Global Change Research Program. The General Services Administration is showing agencies how their buildings can cut utility costs while also reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. GSA is rolling out a guide for agencies to adopt grid interactive efficient building technologies. These measures allow buildings to consume electricity from the grid at optimal times, like when the utility provider's rates are at their lowest point. GSA says agencies can implement these technologies at low or no cost and has developed the guide for agency building managers in mind. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The COVID-19 pandemic exposed serious supply chain shortfalls for the Defense Department, so the Pentagon is launching a two-year effort to fix these problems. A new department-wide supply chain resiliency working group will try to address systemic barriers currently limiting supply chain visibility. The group also will conduct resiliency assessments and develop mitigation actions. The Office of Industrial Policy will lead the effort and issue its initial report late next summer. The working group is in response to congressional and White House mandates to conduct a supply chain resiliency review. Insider Threat Awareness Month kicked off last week with officials stressing the importance of workplace culture. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. While Chinese espionage and violent extremism are still at the top of their list of insider concerns, officials overseeing insider threat programs are pushing messages about workplace culture and mental health this month. They say good leadership and good management is proven to lead to better workplace outcomes and can also reduce the risk of employees turning into insider threats. 
They also want national security agencies and contractors to ensure employees can seek help for their mental health concerns without being flagged as a potential security risk. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. The Pentagon SAGE advisory boards are about to get a reset. Since January, all Defense Department advisory committee activities have been on hold while officials conducted a zero-based review to evaluate their missions. The review is now complete, and the Pentagon says 16 advisory committees can resume operations, including the Defense Business Board, the Defense Science Board, and the Defense Advisory Committee on Women in the Services. DOD is still considering recommendations for several committees that were not named in the restart. And another windfall is coming to IT modernization efforts if House lawmakers get their way. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Federal Citizen Services Fund is in line for its biggest increase in appropriations since it was established in 2008. The House Oversight and Reform Committee quietly passed a reconciliation provision in the fiscal 2022 budget resolution that adds $2 billion to the FCSF. The General Services Administration, which runs the Federal Citizen Services Fund, never received more than $60 million from Congress. In addition to the FCSF windfall, House committee lawmakers also approved another $1 billion for the Technology Modernization Fund and $350 million for the IT Oversight and Reform Fund at OMB. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.